1: Hey everybody, this is Zach and Laura. You're listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. Thank you. Um, Today's episode is a little bit different. Um, We're taking a little bit of a break from the traditional sort of discussing cases kind of uh, show and doing instead an update on what we're reading. Um, Both of us are pretty avid readers and uh, we also are diverse in our taste. And uh, we want to let you know what's on, on our nightstands, and also we want to hear what's on yours. So um, hopefully some of these books will spark your interest and we would love to hear from you about any books that you think we ought to have on uh, on our list. Stick around. Hi. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Hey, I'm just really curious. It is the middle of summer right now. We are recording this and it is literally the middle of July and you are in a hoodie sweatshirt.
1: Yeah, that's what depressed people wear.
0: All right. They wear hoodies. Wait, Wait, hold on. What does it say? It says Chuck's Chuck's hop shop, hop shop, Chuck's hop yeah. shop. Is that that bike guy?
1: No, no. that's a, the okay. land of a thousand beers.
0: <laughs> Chuck's and hop shop
1: sh- is the land of, is the land of a thousand beers.
0: You know, I would a, actually enjoy a good beer with you these days. We haven't done that. And they, all have a,
1: um, they have a, they have a, they have a whole bunch of beer. They have like a, like a dog friendly little area and then they sell ice cream. And oh,
0: I got it. Hop shop now. Hop. It's always like, I, like
1: IP, um, yeah, it's always at the, um. it's always crowded. It's pretty cool. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, I took
1: it off because I'm not feeling depressed. So I can, I can notice yeah. my t-shirt. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Merry as can be. Yeah. Uh, I I have to tell you something that I'm so excited about. And I just right okay. before you and I hopped on to do the podcast, I just got off the phone with what I call my wealth manager. Because I think it sounds really fancy to say wealth, but he's just our money guy. That's what I call him. Um, So I just got off the phone with him. I took action very quickly on something that I had learned in a book. So I was listening to a podcast. The podcast had uh, this gentleman on who wrote a book called The Latte Factor. Have you heard about The Latte Factor? No. Um. It's a pretty easy concept. The concept, and I think we all know this, is that you go to Starbucks, you go to your local coffee shop and you buy a, a latte or a coffee once a day, whenever it might be. Or maybe you're like in a habit where you stop off and you buy a lottery ticket or maybe you smoke cigarettes and whatever it is, it's that there are these habits that we get into that cost money on a daily basis. And if we were to take all of that money and instead funnel it toward investing, um, you would end up being a millionaire in a matter of 40 years. So I'm listening to this audiobook while I'm walking my dog and enjoying my week off. And I finished it all in one day, which was pretty cool. And I immediately sent an email to my wealth manager, my money guy. <laughs> and doesn't it make me sound so pretentious? I love it. I love to call it. It's unusual. It it's
1: unusual yeah. that you sound pretentious.
0: That's so odd. You would think <laughs> that I was just like incredibly humble and down to earth. Yeah. Um, so I sent him an email and I said, I, I want to set up a separate secret account. And um and I laugh at this because I'm a couples therapist and I'm sending an email to our joint wealth manager and saying, I want to set up a secret account where I directly deposit a, funds once a week from my work account into this account. And so he calls me and he said, let's chat this through just for a moment. Right. He's kind of like poking around trying to figure it out. And Mm -hmm. the the idea behind it is that Ryan takes ownership of the finances, which I think you've told me that too. You get really kind of like into the details of finances. I am very busy on the day-to-day paying the bills, making sure that car payments are made. But my husband has the long-term vision. He's the one who's saying, this stock's not performing. Let's switch it out. Let's do this. Um, So, I've kind of gotten the boot and I miss that part of being single of being Uh in charge of the long-term vision and plan. Uh And I decided I'm going to take back the night. I'm going to uh, establish that's definitely not the right context at all, but um, I I am establishing my own account. And funny enough, I'm actually Ryan will be joint on this account as well. And it's not actually a secret from Ryan. It's a secret from my son Holden. And the goal is to put $150 a week into this account. Now, let me just drop some numbers on you just for a second for people who are listening. So $150 a week ends up being $600 a month. And for some people, that could be a car payment. For me, the way that I mentally think about it is that it's one session a week because this is my work account. So um, I see clients, I charge $150 for a 50-minute session. That's out of the bag. Secret's out. I'm I'm basically prioritizing and saying I want to take one hour of my time a week and contribute it to my son. And in 40 years with compound interest, one session a week will end up being over two and a half million dollars. Does this blow your mind? So when my son turns 40 years old, I am going to have an account and it is going to say Mama's special honey pot for Holden. And it's just going to go to Holden and it's going to be like two and a half million dollars. And somebody, my running partner yesterday said, well, it's going to be worth like 500,000 in 40 years. But good good <laughs> on you. <laughs> I was like, whatever. It's money. Um, but I'm really excited to be able to do that. And I think it's important for women in particular, because I know that with the clients that I'm seeing, this is a very common scenario that happens is that finances sort of get taken away and um, mm. for whatever reason one person manages them. The other person is trusting that they're managing it. And I think it as women, we need to be able to have an account that we watch, that we watch grow, that we contribute to. And maybe it's our account, maybe it's for our children, but man, I am so stoked. That was my rant. And now I will, now I will breathe. Now you will let me talk. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel (laughs) so powerful. I feel really on fire about it. So the book is The Latte Factor, and it was four hours to listen to on audio. It it took me two hours because I had listened to my audio books on two point speed. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I'm really stoked about it. And I hope that all the women that are listening, I don't care about you men, but all the women, I want you to listen to The Latte Factor and figure out how you can take action on it. Because I literally sent an email and just got off the phone and accounts are established. Transfers are in the works. (sighs)
1: That's pretty cool today yeah nice
0: okay now zach what what thoughts do you have
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of this uh this thing that mindy kaling said on our sitcom one time where she was like yeah i read it in a book i listened to <laughs> 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 she's talking about something that she learned she goes yeah i totally i read it in a book that i listened to and it was like yeah there you go
0: well, I mean, you it's tell me actually you're, you're it's, like
1: you have a thing though, right? You usually have a paper book, a Kindle book, or an audio book, and a Kindle book going at all the, at yeah. the same time. Yeah.
0: yeah, it helps me to, and they're usually very different. Like, I can't carry two stories, two two fictions at the same mm. time, but I can have a personal development book. And I can have, um, what are like, there's, I don't know if there's that many different genres, there's a personal development book usually going, which would be the latte factor. But the thing I like about that one is that it's written, um, as a story. So mm. you're learning as you're listening to it, kind of like that book that you're telling me about marriage. Like you learn about mm-hmm. rules of marriage and how to communicate and all of these things, but it's told through the lens of a story, Love a fictional narrative. story. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What is the name of that book, by the way? Because that's it's what we're doing today is we're giving called, recommendations.
1: It's called The Course of Love by Alain de yeah. Botton. Okay,
0: but incidentally,
1: it's love. not it's it's not actually my favorite book novel or anyway about marriage. Um, my favorite one is a book called, and I think I might have mentioned this once before. It's a book called Mr. Peanut um, by <laughs> Adam Ross. I've never
0: heard that. I've never heard that one. Really? Yeah. Oh,
1: I love Mr. Peanut. I probably read it once every every three years or so. Um, And
0: it's a book about marriage. Well,
1: it's a book about a couple and their relationship. And, and then he really is writing a book about marriage. And there are so many kind of wonderful turns of phrase and sort of insights into the way people operate and their kind of mentality that I, I really dig it. In fact, I'm probably due to read it real soon. I may do that, but yeah, Mr. Peanut by Adam Ross. I am reading a book right now though. It's called my lovely wife happens to be about marriage, but in this case, the lovely wife and the husband are, are serial killers. So
0: <laughs> that's like,
1: that's like, that's like what they do together.
0: That's awesome.
1: They have a thing. We always talk about how couples ought to have a thing.
0: They Their thing, a thing is
1: they, they like hunt down people and murder them.
0: So and next I time know, somebody is like, Hey, it's really nice to meet you and Ryan. So like, what's your story? I'm like, yeah, you know, just th- run of the mill serial killers. No big deal. Sometimes and we when, have a four year old.
1: Sometimes when we're on they have two children. They took in the book. Yeah. Sometimes when we're on vacation, we just, we just identify someone and decide that we're going
0: like to seduce them up, and murder bro. them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, is there a seduction in that too? Uh,
1: yeah, Did, yeah, yeah. Oh, Apa- okay. Apparently there's a big twist in it because I'm part of this, um, book the group online book group.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's right. one of the, it's one of the kind of the popular books that's floating around our group. Our group is pretty cool. It's like, um, It's like almost like bingo, right? Where, where there's a list that comes out at the top of the year. And it's like, you have to read a book about a serial killer. You have to read a book with a female protagonist over 60. You need to read a book written by uh, an expat. You need to read a book, a graphic novel that's um, illustrated and written by the same person. Like there's all these different like quirky categories that expose me to books that I wouldn't otherwise read.
0: I love that. I just joined um, an online because I decided now I'm a reader. It's like my, my thing. And I'm a runner and I'm a pianist. I'm allotted, and a lot of, and, and I'm a chef. There's a remember. lot of things. I'm moving the needle on a lot of different hobbies this year. And I'm so proud of myself. It's been really cool.
1: You guys, I don't know if this made the last recording or not, because we've lost a few of them for technical issues. But one, one recent podcast, Laura started it out by saying, I was just spending the day reflecting on how awesome I am. <laughs> <laughs> And I was it like, really? It's Where are true.
0: you? I was. I'm really proud of myself. This has been an incredible oh, yeah, yeah. year of growth. And that yeah, was right after I got out of the therapy. Recording. Yeah, that was right after like, I got
1: out of therapy, and I was like, "Well, I just spent the last hour and a half reflecting on how miserable I am.
0: So, <laughs> what a piece of shit I am today." No, um, I do. Uh, you know, I'm. I think that humility. There's a time and a place, but I also think that. Sometimes we have to lead by action and there's so many things that can go through and stories we can tell ourselves about what a piece of shit we are. And um, I would rather be the person that is saying, gosh, you know what? I'm so great. Do you want to hear about all the ways that I'm incredible? I would rather be that person um, than be thinking sometimes you have to fake it to make it like if you're not feeling so great, you have to reflect on on the things that are going well. And I'm just telling you, there's a lot of things going well in my life. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line.
1: Debbie Downer. And she just <laughs>
0: constantly. <laughs> and it's like, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> What if there was an easy way to achieve connection without having to do a ton of work? And what if you could make just a few small changes that helped you feel more alive? awake and aware. Well, we're convinced that there is and that you can because we have worked with hundreds of couples. We've poured over reams of research. We've even experienced change in our own marriages. And time and time again, if we have learned anything, it's this. You do not have to stay stuck. That is why we created Marriage in Motion. It's a video series for couples, 16 videos with corresponding activity sheets because we want for you to take the information and the research that we have poured over and put it into action in your own relationship. Marriage for Motion is available now. Go to forbetter.us and for less than $300, you get the entire video series for a lifetime. We also have a guarantee that if you don't experience small changes in your relationship that have a big impact, we'll give you your money back. Check it out at ForBetter.us. We'd love for you to try the Marriage in Motion video series for couples.
1: Okay, so we're recommending books today. That's what we're doing?
0: Yes. So we've got three in the can, right? Mr. Peanut, The Course of Love. What was the one about the murderous couple?
1: My Lovely Wife.
0: My Lovely Wife.
1: Those are all novels uh, with marriages at the centerpiece.
0: Yes. And then I mentioned Mm. a book that was uh, The Latte Factor, factor. and that's a Mm -hmm. short read and one particularly for women that I'd love for them to read. I'm going to recommend a fiction book, which I don't tend to read a ton of fiction, but I have been doing it more because I kind of feel like summer, you're by the pool. It's hard to Mm. focus on these personal development books, so I'm going to follow a cool story. I just... Uh, joined a Facebook group and it's for women only and everybody's talking. It's all a buzz about where the crawdads sing. And it seems to me like everybody's like, Oh yeah, yeah. I totally read that last summer. I I just heard about it, but I read it. I listened to it. Let's be honest. (laughs) And it was great. It was actually a really lovely story. I enjoyed it. So I'm going to recommend where the crawdads sing uh, as a fiction. What else do you have? What else is a favorite book of yours?
1: Um, well, uh, th- I'm always wondering like what you're, what you're reading for work. Cause I pick up a bunch of different like kind of workbooks all the time, but the one I'm yeah. reading for, for work right now is called the path between us. Um, uh, and the, the author's name is Susan Stabile and it's, um, you know, I'm kind of a, a kind of an Enneagram junkie. And if you don't know what the uh-huh. Enneagram is, you should, you should learn about the Enneagram, but I use it a lot in my practice to help make sense of what is going on for couples at kind of their core personality level. And sh- Susan Stabile kind of um, is writing about um, how some of these personality types interact with each other. And I think it's really helpful to have some context. I I always think that Mm -hmm. context matters and it doesn't even really sort of matter what the context is. This one just happens to be excellent, the Enneagram. But even if you took like a BuzzFeed quiz, BuzzFeed quiz, even if you took a BuzzFeed (laughs)
0: <laughs> do not cut this you please leave it there will be no editing of this continue even if you feed. took a
1: buzz feed quiz about which game of thrones character you are it would still be context for your like how you interact like uh, for how you can make sense of how you and your partner interact so but yeah. again it's the it's the book that i'm reading for work right now it's called the path between us
0: it's awesome I think sometimes he, I I have to take a break from relationships it's hard for me to be so dug in on I would much rather learn about my practice and and my craft uh, as a couples therapist from a live workshop interactive workshop and learn from someone from their mm, mouth mm-hmm. than to read a book so it's a little I don't find myself read. although there is one book um my background, so you went to school originally, your undergrad was teaching. Is that correct? And yeah. Yeah. Uh, English. literature?
1: English yeah. and education.
0: I'm so glad we're friends because as you know, English and I, are, we are not always friends. It's not my strongest language. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but my background was sociology. And I did a lot of understanding and learning about human beings through research studies. And I love that this, it kind of came full circle. There was a, there was a gal that I used to ride a girl used to ride the bus with when I was young. And at some point we would talk about sex a lot, almost as mm-hmm. if it fascinated us because I was a virgin at the time and very virginal. And we would talk about sex as like a fascination and everybody would say, you're, you know, teaser, your mom's a sex therapist, yada, yada. So flash forward about 20 years and now I'm deeply interested in sociology and I attend someone who I highly regard as uh, an expert in the field of, of sociology and relationships and her name's Pepper Schwartz. And I attend a lecture of hers at the university of Washington. I'm sitting there and there's this girl that I used to ride the bus with and she's sitting in the front row. And <laughs> I asked her, are you studying sociology? And she said, no, I just came, came to support my mom. Boom. Her mom is Pepper Schwartz. And yes. I, I had like a flashback. So anyway, Pepper Schwartz, um, she actually has a show that is called Married at First Sight. She's one of, I believe, four experts on this show. And the and and the concept is the very first time they're meeting each other, these two people, they're getting married and they're committed. Um, and then it's sort of working backwards on the relationship. Now that you're committed, how do you make a relationship work? So she wrote a book mm-hmm. and did a bunch of research, and the book is called The Normal Bar. And the reason why I love this book is because it's all about statistically what's normal. So I think oftentimes we have couples and they think, gosh, you know what? I'm uh, my husband watches porn. That's so out of out of this world. And how dare he watch porn? But then you read the normal bar and you realize, (laughs) look, not only is your husband in the norm, but women actually watch a lot of porn as well. And here's across i know it's a shocker right women watch porn no uh but culturally across the board this book has all sorts of statistics like how often are people having sex how much porn are they watching how often are people you know like having a conversation how many people watch uh, or have dinner with the television on how often are people on social media So it's fascinating. The normal bar that was my plug for it. It's um, Pepper Schwartz is one of the authors. Now, you know, the connection between Pepper Schwartz and my uh, elementary, middle school uh, bus riding partner. I just love that story because it came full circle. It's really fun. Okay, so I gave. I gave fiction, I gave personal development, I gave a marriage book or something about relationships. Do you happen to have something else, another recommendation?
1: I tell you what, there are three books that I never lend out. And I'm going to tell you about one of them. And it's- I oh, can't wait. It's on the edge of my seat. It's called The Gift and it's poetry by Hafiz, who is a Sufi poet, H-A-F-I-Z. And I'm going to make a promise right now. If you or anyone listening buys this book, And you put it near somebody somewhere close and you are feeling sad and you open up to any page, you will, you will find a remedy for feeling sad.
0: Is this like chicken Um, soup for the, for the adult?
1: No, it's, it's yeah, kind of, I guess, but it's all pretty similar. Mm -hmm. And you have to read maybe several of them to really get a feel for who he is. But I, um, I just think that he is this kind of, uh, wizard with words and, and notions. And there's always this kind of embedded mm-hmm. um, sort of higher power figure. It's not necessarily God or something. In fact, sometimes it's Hafiz himself, like the higher power, but it's just kind of this. Uh,
0: That's how I feel about <laughs> myself. <laughs> Laura, the higher sometimes power. Sometimes <laughs> it's,
1: um, yeah. Um, sometimes it's just this giant um, sort of uh, appeal to self-love and self-care and self uh, Self-respect, and so that's my pitch for um, that's my pitch for the, the gift. gift. And no, you may not borrow it.
0: I will not ask to borrow it. But if my birthday, by the way, is coming up, Zach, mm. July twenty fourth, yeah, hey,
1: yeah, fun? maybe what I'll do is I'll promise to come to your party, and then I just <sighs> won't. And I'll get yeah. you a present yeah. that, that I'm so excited to give you, and then I just won't give it to you. <laughs>
0: So I bought, I bought this shirt for Zach. I bought it. I had it delivered to my girlfriend's house in Washington. And it said, what is the title of it? What does it say? Uh, something, something about, about dad, jokes. dad jokes.
1: Yeah.
0: Whatever. It's a dad joke shirt. By the way, we need a dad joke for today. Uh-oh. And I showed Zach a picture, an image of the, of the shirt. And I said, you know what? I just, I'm too lazy to go ship it to you. So maybe I'll just like order it again on Amazon and have it shipped to your house. <laughs> Gosh, clearly you are important to me because I'm willing to take all that time out to go on Amazon and order it again. Yeah, right on. Yeah, sorry for missing your party. I had a very legitimate. Yeah, experience. I know you did. Yeah, but <clears throat> okay, so Mr. Yep. Peanut, The Course of Love, My Lovely Wife, The Path Between Us, The Gift, The Normal Bar, Where the Crawdads Sing, and there was one more the latte latte factor. factor. We just gave you your summer reading list. Can I tell you my secret? I do not buy books. I go online to my local library In most libraries you can go and you can put uh, like a wait list. So I just, every time I hear these things, I have a list on my phone of books that I want to read and I will go in and I'll add them to my queue. And usually I have to wait six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks for a lot of really good uh, books to come out, but it's always, it's like a, a fun surprise when I get a notification. It says your book is now ready to be read. And it's some book that somebody told me about months ago and I had put it in my queue. So that's, that's my secret to keeping things right fun on. And
1: I want to say one more thing because um, last fall we reviewed a book that we had not read. It's called, we've had this fight before and it was recommended to me by a client and hmm. I I kind of would, I kind of pooh pooed it because all I knew about it was what she told me about it. And I think that wasn't fair. And the reason it wasn't fair is because I read it finally and it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. It's, um, huh. she has taken, I'm going to find her name here in a second, but she has,
0: uh, why don't we interview her? Why don't we bring uh, her on the let's podcast do it. and have her, t- let's do it. Let's have her talk about the book. Yeah,
1: I'm into it. She's a, she's a professor here in town in Seattle. So I'll, I'll see if I can track her down.
0: Yeah. That would be really fun. Have her come sit in your office with you. You will have to wear something other than a sweatshirt. I'm not
1: wearing a sweatshirt. I'm wearing a t-shirt.
0: Mm, you did have a
1: sweatshirt. Chuck, Chuck. Okay. Um. All right. Good. So that's fun. Go happy reading.
0: I hope I all of you. You know, it would be really fun. Oh, here's what I'm. Here's what I want. The way that we have created community around because both of us enjoy reading is that we have found people online. We found book clubs or whatever. But I would love for you listeners to send us your recommendations. If you have read a book of any genre that you enjoy, but specifically, I mean, if you've read something like we've had this fight before or the path between us or whatever it might be that is interesting and it pertains to relationships. Awesome. Actually, you know what? Any book, any book that you recommend, send us an email. I will listen to it. I'll read it info at forbetter.us and then i'll compile a list and i'll send it out to all of our listeners um of books that you have recommended that you've enjoyed so we'll create a little community around here because we are not the end all be all when it comes to good books because i have not read any of the books that you recommended. Right okay that's it adios okay bye happy reading so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. I know that not everybody shares our passion of reading, but one of the ways that you can help to enhance your relationship through reading is by choosing a book that you and your partner can both read. This is a way of enhancing and increasing what we call intellectual intimacy. It's the sharing of ideas. When you are interesting, you're interested in something. So let me say that again. When you are interesting to your partner, you are interested in something, so choose a book that you are interested on. Maybe it's on the Iditarod. Maybe you are interested in global warming. Maybe you are interested in how to make socks out of old recycled plastic. I don't care what it is, but find a book that interests you and read it, and then share your thoughts with your partner. It's a way to take your conversation to the next level, so that you are not having the same old, same old conversation over and over and over again. So. Um, Send me an email, info at forbetter.us. Let me know what you're reading so that I can share it with the rest of our listeners. More importantly, thanks for all of your time and attention that you're putting, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old.